Welcome to the Love in the Fight podcast. My name is Travis Rosinger, and we are excited to have you with us today. Relationships are all around us. They're everywhere. Healthy relationships hold the key to success in life. The best kind of relationships, they're filled with love. Whatever you're fighting for, part of why we are doing this podcast is that we want to encourage you today to fight for love. I know personally that throughout my life, I've enjoyed fighting for love, but it's been tough some days, but then other days, it's been easy, amazing, incredible. But no matter how good or bad it's been, it's been worth it. It always is. Again, we want to thank you for being here with us today. We're going to be focusing on relationships often in this podcast, but we're going to be taking different roads as to how to get there. But we're certainly going to be talking about love. I'm joined today by my co-host, my beautiful wife, Dawn Rosinger. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Just a little background information on Travis and I. We are actually high school sweethearts, so we've been married for a little while. Along the way, we've had the opportunity to raise two amazing kids. We love Jesus, we love people, and we absolutely love encouraging marriages. Well, hey guys, we want to welcome you back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Don, this is episode number nine. Yes, this is amazing. We're having a so blast. So <laughs> fun. Oh my gosh. It's great to have you guys back. Hey, I just wanted to mention from the beginning here, if you haven't had a chance to hit the little subscribe button uh, on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on there, make sure you go ahead and hit subscribe. And also maybe there are some people in your life that you can think of that might benefit from this uh, marriage podcast Mm -hmm. as well. Maybe some people that are struggling in their marriage or those that have a great marriage, but could use some more encouragement. We just want to encourage you to go ahead and share this podcast on Instagram, uh, Facebook, any of your social media channels that you prefer. Don, how how was your week this week? How did it go? Man, it was been a great week. I know, I don't know if you guys know, but we live in Minnesota. And if you guys don't know much about Minnesota, Minnesota, it is it's a cold state. Like almost nine months Crazy out of the year, cold. it's cold. Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. The the winters are are brutal. They're frigid. Horrible. And I think the coldest day this last winter was like negative thirty, which is negative thirty four Celsius, right? Yeah. When people it's die, cold. they freeze them at oh, negative thirty. Like people crazy. shouldn't be living in this temperature. <laughs> it's horrible. So we're excited. Right now we're in the middle of summer. And we are loving the weather because it's so oh. cold majority of the time. Right now, we are pretty much living outside as much as possible. We're absolutely loving it. It's so, so good. Just the weather lately has been amazing. I know for me, a highlight for my weekend, we had a chance to jump on my Italian Vespa scooter. <laughs> so it's fun. made by Piaggio. <laughs> People drive yeah. it all over Asia and Europe and but we love it. Mine goes, uh, it says 80 miles an hour, but we rode it like a ton yep. this weekend all over yeah. Minneapolis. It's Wasn't a, that a blast on? It's fun because it's actually, so uh, fun. you know, both of us get on this black scooter and we're just go all, it was up all over the Twin Cities. But it was cool because we had some friends come down uh, this weekend from North Dakota and they stayed with us. So we had like a slumber party oh, all man. weekend with our friends and we went scootering with them and just enjoyed the sunshine. Stayed up all night, didn't get any sleep yeah. and obviously, as you can tell from my red head, I don't have red hair. I'm bald. 
So I didn't wear enough sunblock. Oh. So we were just out at different times and I didn't have sunblock yeah, on and you, I should have. You got a little sunburn on your head But there. it's been a great week, hasn't incredible. it? Incredible. Been loving it. It's been so awesome. You know, guys, today we're going to be continuing our series on guardrails. And last week, of course, we talked about the guardrail of prayer, yep. Yep. praying together as a couple and making prayer a priority in your marriage. So important. So today we want to talk about another important guardrail for any marriage, and that would be the guardrail of truth. Hmm, It's interesting, Don, you remember this. I think it was about two months ago, maybe, that you and I, it was like nine o'clock at night, we decided to jump in our car, run to our local grocery store, and there just happens to be a bridge that uh, goes over a large freeway by our house. And we were driving along Mm -hmm. and got to that bridge and that bridge doesn't have any lights on it. It's super pitch black and it's a 50 mile an hour road. And so we were driving over that road. And fortunately this time I was paying attention. I was actually watching the road and my, I was watching my headlights and we got over the top of that very dark bridge. And suddenly at the last moment, my headlights revealed a car <laughs> sideways yeah. in the road, like yeah. the carcass, the wheels, the frame, the whole thing of a car sideways and no one in it yeah. just sitting there in my lane. And thankfully, because of our headlights, I swerved at the last minute or second and like yelled and somehow <laughs> barely averted us dying. It, it scared me. I was actually looking down at my phone and all of a sudden you you yelled and I looked up and I had no clue what that was in the car, yeah, in but, the road. <laughs> but thank God, thank God I, um, I was able to get around it and I pulled were, over. I was so thankful you were paying attention. Threw on my hazard four-way lights and it was funny somebody ran up to me afterwards I jumped out ran back there and a guy ran out and he's like oh my gosh did you did you hit that car he said he said that car we were driving down the road with it on our trailer and suddenly I looked over at my buddy and I said hey how's the car doing and he he looked back at the trailer and he said it's gone and apparently had flipped off his trailer trailer, landed sideways in the road right in front of us what a terrible place how does that happen oh my gosh Crazy, crazy. But the reason why we tell that story is that experience reminds us of truth. Mm. Truth always eliminates shadows and provides light so that we can see what's really in front of us. Don, just like you and I were driving in the car and the headlights revealed the truth of a car sideways in the road in front of us. You know what? That's what truth does for us. And every marriage needs truth. It does. And you guys, just a reminder, the topic of our podcast today is the guardrail of truth. Today's episode is sponsored by Goddess Creative Co. They specialize in wedding and event photography and videography. Goddess Creative Co. believes in turning the biggest moments in life into memories that you'll never forget. They're devoted to giving their time, talent, and emotional energy to give their clients a product, experience, and memory that achieves an unforgettable experience. Visit goddessphotography.co for more information. Again, that's goddess, G-A-D-E-S, photography.co. We love truth. We need truth. And the greatest source of truth that we have ever found as a couple, ever, is the Bible, God's Word. Prayer is a guardrail for our marriage, and so is the Bible. So just a recap of what we talked about last week. What is a guardrail? A guardrail, it's the metal short walls that keep you on a freeway. They not only keep you safe 
um, from going off the road into a ditch or tree, but they also help you keep you going straight so that you arrive at your destination. We all see guardrails every time we drive. Definitely. They're good. They help us. They are. They do. So, but what are guardrails in marriage? Guardrails in marriage, they are walls that those who are married can choose to build around their marriage to protect it from danger. There are systems and disciplines that we add to our marriage to get us to the relational destination that God has planned for us and for our marriage. You may not think that you need them, but believe me, your marriage, you guys, our marriage is under attack and we need to be prepared and ready to fight against that. And the one way to do that is to have guardrails in place. And again, we're talking about the guardrail of truth. Yeah. And I think, Don, you know, some people lack the wisdom and the truth of the Bible in their lives. Mm -hmm. I think all of us, anybody that's ever been alive, lacks wisdom at times. But because of this lack of wisdom, there are people that uh, what the Bible calls uh, double-minded. In other words, they just can't make Mm -hmm. up their mind. And I wouldn't fault them for that. They're just confused. They don't know what to believe. And in, in the New Testament portion of the Bible, in the book of James, it actually talks about this concept of a double-minded, confused person. Mm-hmm. It says in James chapter 1, verse 5, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind." That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. And here's what it says in verse 8. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Wow. Wow. Mm. I don't want to be unstable. Don, I know you don't. We don't want anybody listening to be unstable. We don't want our marriage to be unstable. Having wisdom for marriage is so important. So this piece of wisdom that we just read tells us that we need to be solid, stable in our faith, and in our belief in yeah, God. Yeah. Why? Someone who doesn't know, I mean, think about it. What If they don't know what they believe or someone who believes almost anything is double-minded, yeah. they're confused, and that's a dangerous place to be. A person like that, a, a married couple like that could fall for almost anything. So here's the, here's the million-dollar question, yeah, Don. Yeah. Where do you find the greatest, most reliable truth? And the answer is the Bible. I've searched my whole life, Don. I know you've searched. We've searched as a couple our whole lives for truth. And we keep coming back to the Bible. Why? Because it's filled with truth. It's overflowing with truth. It is. I'm so thankful for that. So here's why we need truth. It's really hard to know what truth is in our world, don't you think? There are, especially right now, there there are loud voices everywhere just screaming, trying to convince us of their truth. And honestly, I feel like it's just about to get harder. I know. I was reading in the news the other day. This is crazy. There's this new technology. It's called deep fake videos where they take videos, real videos of people that are on the internet. And then they somehow, a computer uh, generated program, it it takes these videos of people and it it, it, it turns them into doing things or saying things they never did. And so they're becoming more and more realistic, deep fake videos. So eventually... Eventually, Don, we're not going to be able to trust what we see and hear on the internet. Oh, yeah. It's funny because I remember as a kid growing up at the grocery store, when you check out, what do you see? Like the National Enquirer, you see all these magazines and these people and you're like, how can that be true? And obviously it's, Super. it's, it's fake. Yeah. But it's hard to find truth right now. There's Again, there's just loud voices all around us screaming everything. But one of the best ways to keep from being 
an unstable and double-minded person is to anchor your soul and to anchor our marriage in truth, that truth in the Bible and God's word. We believe that the Bible is ultimately the one place that you can place your faith in it being true. So, it is so true. accurate, Don. Thank there are you. so many lies and deception everywhere in our world today, but the Bible is the greatest form of truth and wisdom on this earth. You can trust it. It doesn't fail. Every time we read the Bible with an open heart and we ask God what he wants to speak to us into our marriage, we just find more truth. Mm. It's amazing every single time. I couldn't agree more. So Don, let's let's drill down a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. we're saying that the Bible is the greatest source of truth. But why would we be saying that? Well, first off, the Bible is a living book that brings life to a dying marriage. Yeah, does, yep. And I would recommend don't just read the Bible, let it read you. In other words, when you open the Bible and you read it, ask God before you start to read it, say, God, please speak to me through what I'm about to read today. Mm. And say amen and start reading. And you're going to see things as you read that are going to pop out to you in that moment on that day. And God's going to speak to you. You know, kind of a, a an interesting thing of how we consume information in our world, kind of an example, is that a lot of us watch TV, we watch movies, or we consume social media, and, and we kind of are without thinking to ourselves, we're, we're kind of just going, give me truth, speak to me today. Yet we consume it over and over again with mindless activity. Mm, yeah. And the yeah. Bible is different. It's not like those things. It's the one place we should want to engage our soul and our mind and our bodies with truth that is specifically customized just for huh. you and I, Don, yeah. for that day and that moment. So there's something cool that happens when you Read the Bible individually and together as a couple. It literally breathes spiritual yeah, life into yep. your soul and life into the very heart of your marriage. And we've seen that. Every time we open up God's word, we see that. The second reason is this. The Bible is a weapon against the deception of lies that attack your marriages in two ways. First, it's a weapon against self-deception. Each one of us is fallen and sinful. We are. We, are. we, we like to lie to ourselves sometimes. We do. Don. We have a leaning towards doing bad or immoral things sometimes. We tend to justify affairs or lying to our spouse or pornography use. But the Bible points us back to the truth over and over and over again. It is also a weapon against external deception. Believing that what society is doing is okay for us in our marriage, it's just not true. Not at all. It's a, it's a lie. We, and we talked about this last time. Evil wants to destroy our marriages. Society is promoting the dissolution that of marriage by trying to convince people they can have whatever they want sexually without getting married or to just push the divorce button if their marriage suddenly isn't working out. They're trying to give, convince us all that marriage is a temporary relationship, that it's not for life. And you know what? We disagree, don't we? We totally disagree. Marriage is not disposal. It's not temporary. At all. That's why in Genesis 2 and also in Mark 10, 9, Jesus said these words, what God is joined together, let no man separate. And I think, Don, the third reason why we would say that the Bible is the greatest source of truth for marriage as far as a guardrail is is because the Bible is the greatest source of wisdom Mm. for a fulfilling Mm -hmm. married life. Why? Because it, it teaches us how to better love each other. 
It focuses on Jesus, yeah. laser focus, mm-hmm. and how he willingly laid down his life for those that he loved. Yeah. And that's all of us. God loved the world, everyone in it. Have you guys noticed that love is so powerful that it dissolves conflict, hate, and anger? And that's what we need in our marriages. Yeah. The Bible shows us what love really looks like and what it doesn't mm, look yeah. like, the antithesis of love. Uh, yeah. There are plenty of good people in the Bible and plenty of bad people in the Bible, great examples to follow and bad examples of how not to act, of how not to behave. Mm. It shows us ways that we can grow and protect our marriage relationship. C.S. Lewis once said this, and he was so right on. Here's what he said. He said, there are a dozen views about everything until you know the answer. Then there's never more than one. So true. So true. And the answer for us, for Don and myself, is the Bible. Mm. It's one view. It's God's view. The Bible is definitely full of just nuggets upon nuggets of wisdom. Tons of truth. Full of wisdom. Finally, the Bible is the greatest guardrail of truth for a marriage because the Bible plants seeds of life deep into your marital soul for the future. When I read the Bible today, it doesn't just plant a seed of truth in it for the moment. It literally is planting many seeds of truth for our future harvest of a well-lived life and a well-lived marriage. Oh, man. And I don't know. I want seeds of life in my soul to grow deep and not, not seeds of death, but the Bible plant seeds of life. Yeah. And Don, I would even say reaping seeds of, you know, this this kind of harvest, if you will, of good behavior in the future. When you focus on what good behavior is like right now and allowing God's presence into your life through the wisdom of the Bible, it changes how you're going to act in five yeah, years, yeah. in 10 years. Garbage in, garbage out. Yeah, good so things true. in, good mm-hmm. things out. You know, there's also another option that we didn't mention, but we might as well mention it now. And that is There's always the other option. You can make up truth as you go, believe anything and fall for everything. You can allow what you believe to be constantly changing. You can be consuming lies and falling into deception. Don, the list goes on and on. But you and I, we've staked our claim on this. We aren't going to do that. And we don't want you guys to do that either. That's uh -uh. why we're doing this Loving the Fight Marriage podcast, because we want to encourage you as a married couple to stand on the truth of God's word to grab a hold of this guardrail and use it as a wall of protection around your marriage it's a firm foundation one that you can stand on it totally is i know for me travis i am reading the bible actually though it it took kind of a while for me at first i didn't understand it there were some passages in the bible that just it confused me and at times i even i felt kind of bored um and maybe i didn't feel super relevant but i watched you over the years, especially when we were first married, and you're still super disciplined in this, get up in the morning with your cup of coffee and go into the into the whatever room that you know you had privacy, and you would read God's word and you encouraged me and challenged me. So you know what? I decided to try, you know what, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do this. So first I just had to commit. I had to commit. I had to make it a discipline. Eventually because I decided to do it every day, eventually that discipline, it turned into a desire. And now I am so hungry for what I can learn from God's word. And I I don't want to miss a day because I know God speaks to me through the Bible and I don't want to miss out on what he has to say to me. So I just want to encourage you guys, if you're maybe at a point like, man, I just, I'm not into reading my Bible. Let me just encourage you or challenge you to let your discipline, use it as a discipline, discipline yourself 
and let that discipline turn to desire. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Don. And just to recap really quick, the Bible is a living book that brings life to mm-hmm. a dying marriage. Yeah. It's also the Bible is a weapon against the deception of lies that attack your marriage. The third thing is the Bible is the greatest source of wisdom for fulfilling married life. And lastly, the Bible plants seeds of life deep into your marital soul for the future. Yeah. So maybe you're thinking, okay, oh, you guys have convinced me. I'm going to read the Bible. I want this uh, marital, if you will, guardrail for my marriage. Mm, But Travis, Don, what do I read? Well, we would recommend that you would open the the Bible and first of all, read Jesus. Find out about Jesus. Read the book of Luke and the Bible and just listen to what... Yeah, in the New Testament portion of the Bible, listen to what Jesus says. Another good book in the New Testament is the book of Philippians. Such a good uh, book to Gives start reading. Gives you truth on how to live everyday life. Definitely. So guys, we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast, yes. episode nine. It has been so awesome having you guys here today. Again, it's just one of our favorite parts of our week. So thank you for joining us. And just remember, you guys, don't give up. Keep fighting for your marriage. You can do it. You guys got this. You can do it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. We really enjoyed having a chance to talk through the concepts of guardrails in marriage, especially the guardrail of truth. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed, and please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.